Thank you for listening to another episode of Shave Heads, Not Points. If you could, just hit that subscribe button if you're listening on iTunes or follow if you're listening on Spotify. Also, head over to our Facebook page at Shave Heads, Not Points Podcast. Head over to our Twitter at Shave Heads Pod and our Instagram at Shave Heads Podcast. Give us a follow. Give us a like on our Facebook page. And please, leave some comments in the show notes below. We'd love to hear from you, and it also helps our listeners better find the podcast. Even if they're not looking for it, they might just stumble upon it. Also, do us a little favor and tell three friends about the podcast sometime this week. Thank you so much. See you next time. This guy is all about shaving heads and not points. It's the Shave Heads Not Points Podcast with your host, PJ Davis. What's up, everybody? Welcome, Coach Stone. Coach Anthony Stone all the way from uh, Illinois. Illinois, as my dad likes to say. (laughs) How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I, I mean, I don't got the shave all the way, but I have these these going. I got you the got, scroll. You got the horseshoe going. <laughs> I got the I like horseshoe it. going. Dang. I like it. <laughs> um, so, uh, Coach Stone is all the way up there in Illinois. He's got um, a lot of stuff to cover uh, that we're going to talk about from coaching football to learning about coaching football to coaching in Australia and all sorts of stuff. So, <clears throat> Coach, just kind of tell everybody, you know, where you are, where you grew up, how you got into football, and how you love it, and all that stuff. I uh, grew up in hometown Illinois, a real small town right outside of Chicago. You know, they say south side of Chicago. Uh, then I decided to uh, – my parents decided to move in eighth grade to – or I'm sorry, seventh grade to Burbank, Illinois. It's right down the road, right by Midway Airport. And then, you know, I, I was playing football at hometown just like as a linebacker, tight end, youth football. And then I decided then then I didn't play no football until high school. And then my brother, he's six years, he's like five and a half years older than me. He played quarterback at Oakland High School. But when we moved, I went to Revis. And for some reason, they're like this freshman year, they're like, you know, it's kinda like when you're a youth coach, right? They're like you just get thrown into it. They're like, Who can throw a football? So I was like, I, I, I mean, my brother played and they're like, Who's your brother? And he's like, Oh, he played at Oakland. And I'm like, Yeah, and then so I, I just threw a football and then like, Oh, you can play quarterback. So I, I went home and my dad was like, what position you play tight end linebacker? I'm like, uh, I'm playing quarterback. <laughs> and so that's when I became a quarterback. Uh, I just, I then played two years at Revis high school, uh, first junior year. Well, freshman year, we were six and three, uh, sophomore year, we were seven and two, uh, junior year, we were five and four, which, which the rules were changed. Like they are now uh-huh. where a team would have made it five and four. And then we were six and three, and we won a really great game against Mike O'Neill and the uh, a- Andrew Thunderbolts. And I remember seeing the guy after I came back from college because he said I gave him nightmares <laughs> because on the one play at the end of the game, I literally scrambled. I, I wish I should show you the video, PJ, because it's on VHS, of course, because you know I'm so Of course, old. me too. Late, mid, yeah, I'm in my 40s, where I literally scrambled from one end of the field, ran back, ran back, ran back literally ran back and got on the third and eight. I got the first down and we won the game. We were able to kneel the ball. Oh my God. I don't know why I kept running back and forth, but I was like, 
If I don't run back and forth, and and I don't, I'm like, we can't punt this ball again to this team because they're really good. <laughs> and I, I couldn't believe it. I, I remember my dad was so proud of me. And after the game, uh, the Sun Times, the Tribune, and the Southtown Economist all interviewed us. Uh-huh. Interviewed me and my head coach because I didn't do any interviews the whole senior year because they said we we're going to go one and eight and two and seven. So I literally in my sock every game I had all the things. So I opened them up and I showed them and everything and. They were like, I'm like, sir, this is yours. This is yours, sir. This is yours. I'm just saying, we're in the playoffs and we're six and we're six and two. I mean, uh, we're six and three, blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was pretty awesome. So, but then I went to college, went to BC in Kansas, got a scholarship, played for Larry Wilcox. He's retiring this year. Um, and then they decided that they didn't need a lefty quarterback. So I went to Loris College and I played there for four years. Uh, I actually, my first year there, I, Went in for a senior in the second second game of the season. Drove us down like 30, 40 yards. And then on third and like long, I wanted audible because we were doing a play action pass. We are doing like 86, whatever. It was a play action pass where they come across the middle. And I th- I saw the blitz. And Coach Barry's like, no, don't call don't call it off. And I didn't call it off. And I broke my ankle in half. Oh. So, and it, it Yes. And it was like, I, I don't have a piece of paper. But imagine like if this is your ankle, right? Mm. I, I got, I did it. And I had uh Kevin Coy in the backfield, the fastest man in Iowa at that time. Okay. And they had thunder and lightning with Shane Davis. And he, he was a really great back too. And they were both seniors. And I'm not lying to you. The one guy came in, grabbed my leg and I'm trying to pull out of my leg. And it, the other guy like literally topped me off. Cause that's the guy's stiff arm, mm. the first one. And it literally bent, went all the way back and then went all the way back. Oh, and that was the first time I'm ever majorly injured PJ. Yeah. And all the times I got hit, like, cause in the South side of Chicago, we had a lot of stud athletes. Like, Antoine Rendell L, Marvin L, Ty Streets, all those guys that would crush me every week. Yeah. Not lying to you. I tried to stand up and my leg just went, and then they're carrying me out the field and my ankles just dang. Oh my gosh. So that, that's how you do. You go from Kansas to NAI to transfer to Lourdes. You play a couple plays and then luckily they won the game against Platteville. And then it took me all the way until about April I started walking again. <sighs> and then that following year, I actually broke a school record. I was pretty pretty proud of myself oh it was a i'm sorry it might have been the year after i broke the school record for most touchdowns in the game and i only hey i do want to say this i only threw the ball 12 times coach Miniac, because he was our <laughs> offensive coordinator yeah and he's the head coach now at loris and the guy that beat the record threw it like 60 times <laughs> yeah down record so i only, i only threw 12 times 11 for 12 and i still have that thing in my like we had that framed in my my room my like you know how you have all those your touchdown things. to attempts ratio is a lot nicer than his yeah, and what's funny is what's funny is the the paper interviewed the guy that dropped the ball because I threw a play action pass and the guy dropped it. So they asked him about in the article and he dropped it. And then what's really funny, and I, I apologize about this, but I remember I had one rush for thirty eight yards. I, I literally dropped back and I scrambled and I scored a touchdown just like you know like back in the Andrew days in high school. And then. The last touchdown was the first possession in the second quarter because I tied the record at halftime with four. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I was I was like whatever. Then we get to the fifty yard line, and I I see what they're doing. And at this time, guess what? Coach Barry's letting me audible, so I audible to fades. And I'm like, oh, this is it. UD like because UD and Loris is huge rivalry. And I throw one to him. They call it back. Right? Then I they we do the same exact. I we call a play. I audible. I throw it to that guy. Score a touchdown. And then I go to the ref. I go, listen, ref, you're going to throw – listen, you've thrown two flags on me already. I'm going to throw it to this guy this time. 
if they come out in this front, I promise you, I won't even run down and celebrate with them like I did with the other four touchdowns. <laughs> I will literally just walk off the field. I will literally just walk off the field and I will not come back and play. And he's like, okay. So I did it, bam, <laughs> oh threw it God. to him, touchdown. I walked off the field. as, a, as I was so happy. And, oh, my gosh, my dad, God rest his soul, because he, he passed away. I think that was if, – if your dad – if you, you're listening and you're, you have dads that, like, love when they watch you play. Uh-huh. And I remember when my dad passed away when I came back to Revis, and they said they always remembered him standing up there yelling at me because he was next to the press box. I'm telling you right now, it was the, one of those – uh, MasterCard commercials. Yeah. I remember too, because when I got done, he said two things to me. He goes, oh, son, you realize you were five or 10 yards short of breaking the all-time rushing record as a quarterback. And I'm like, dad, I didn't know. No one told me. Exactly. Like, you, And he's like, you know, that guy could have caught that ball for you. And he's like, it was right in his arms. Because that's the thing. Because like we were talking about the picture, uh-huh. they, that's the picture they show in one of the newspapers in Dubuque. They show the guy <laughs> dropping the touchdown pass, you know, so it was pretty funny. But then, you know, I played there and I, it was awesome. Uh, I got injured my senior year right before working out. And uh, I played the last game of the season. And I remember Coach Barry saying, you know, I wish I wish I would have played you more when you got better, you know. And he was very happy with what I did because I drove down my last one of my last. I think my second from last possession from my career, I drove down, scored a touchdown and it was a great feeling, and it was at Warburg High School, not the college, because they were just getting turfed that year. That's how long ago that was. Yeah. So good old carpet. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was my that's my high school and collegiate career, and then uh, you know what I would tell you is, you know, and and PJ, we we talked for probably like an hour before this, or we've talked numerous times. I love football. Mm-hmm. I say it on my Twitter, and you have to love this sport so much, and if you don't have one, if you don't have your like, if you have a significant other, like a wife or a significant other, it, it's it's hard on you. Oh yeah, because like you know, in the stands, they're talking about you or coaches or whatever. And here's the thing, and you know this: if you're winning, nobody cares. Nope. You could you could be you could be like yelling at the kids, like old school style. Like our youth coaches would be fired or exactly jailed, right. right? And and like nobody would care. But as soon as you start, like, losing, hold on just losing, a second, my computer's getting ready. To, I got to plug the computer in before it dies. I didn't no, realize it was that low. Shout out to our friends at Chop Block on the Square in downtown Gainesville. Go visit them any night of the week. They are serving up the greatest beers in town, some of the greatest deals, and the greatest food that you'll ever put in your mouth. Trivia night is every Thursday at seven thirty p.m. Join them in the Skybox upstairs. For trivia night. Also on Thursday night, she got karaoke with DJ Blaine from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the sky block in the sky box. Come out and play with them there. Then on Sunday nights, you have poker starting at 7 p.m. in the sky box. Uh, $200 free roll Sunday extravaganza must be 21 to attend. Monday industry night karaoke with DJ Blaine from 9:30 p.m. to 1:30 a.m. Go join them there at Chop Block and Skybox. And then they're having Poker Night Tuesday as well. Another $200 free roll, 7 p.m. until whenever you shut the place down, baby. Go visit our friends over at Sky at uh, Chop Block. Visit them at chopblockgainesville.com. The Law Office of Leonard C. Parks Jr. is proud to be a sponsor of the Shave Heads Not Points podcast. Attorney Lee Parks is a Gainesville native and a graduate of UGA Law School. He's practiced criminal law in Hall County in Northeast Georgia 
For the past 36 years, both as a prosecutor with the DA's office and as the Gainesville Municipal Court Solicitor, and for the past 22 years as a defense attorney, and handles everything from speeding tickets to death penalty murder cases. He's been named a Lawyer of Distinction and National Trial Lawyers Top 100 Criminal Defense Lawyers. His office is at 604 Green Street next to the Quinlan. If you need help with a criminal law matter, call Lee Parks at 770-503-9819 for an appointment. Happy holidays. Yeah, so yeah, so I finished the uh, in at Warburg, right? Mm-hmm. Because like you know, my last game was really cool, and this was really cool because I told other people about when I spoke to. So I get done with the game, right? I'm literally walking off the field, shaking everyone's hand, and who lone blow coming towards me? Bill Deesing, former great Loris College offensive lineman, former GA, former assistant coach at Loris. You know, coach tight ends, quarterbacks. Uh, not, I'm sorry, <clears throat> tight ends and running backs. And then he went to Rockford College to be the offense coordinator. Well, I shake everyone's hand, and the thing he says is, "Hey, how would you like to be a college football coach?" And I said, "And I mean, like my games, my career's done. Like I've just walked off. Yeah, I just had my last thing. We just lost." And he he literally offers me the job, and <laughs> I thought it was awesome. And and I was like, you know, well, like what do you do? And remember, we don't really have cell phones back then, right? You know what I mean when we're doing it. So, like, I literally waited till I got home off the bus, called my dad, because, you know, my dad's like, you know, he was the person like, Marine, you're doing this. You're, you're like, you know, I didn't go to the, I didn't go to Tri-State, Indiana, uh, Tri-State in Angola, Indiana, where he wanted me, right. where they were going to give me more money than Benedictine. But like, you know, but like, I did that and I call him and he's like, college football coach. You can make some money on that. I'm like, no, Dad. I think it's going to be like uh, it was 25 cents an hour after uh, pretty after much. Yeah. But I got my edu- I got my education paid for free, and it was really cool. And you know, I don't mean to like segue into it. I had an indoor football tryout uh-huh. the same day I had with the Chicago Rush. That was their first year ever. Right. That I had I had to try out for them. I tried out for them the same time. That the same day I had the interview up in Rockford. So I was like in the Rosemont area. We were like doing in the in the indoor like bubble area. And we had like there's so many people. And my dad went because he wanted to be my agent, right? And I decided never to do that again. So when I did sign later on down the road in Rockford indoor, I had my brother be my agent. But uh so I, I'm doing a tryout and it got so to the point of my dad had to leave because I was there for so long. Yeah. Cause you just imagine being with a whole bunch of people. Like I was 116, I think, or yeah, I think I was 116 the first time I tried out. Second time I was like 183. Um, so I was like in shape still. I was doing great. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm throwing the ball around. I made it all the way to the end where there was only like 20 people. Like we could actually move inside the indoor arena. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause we started with like 40 quarterbacks. It's kind of like my first day at BC in Kansas. Oh yeah, we're only gonna recruit you after we're done, blah blah. And then twenty three show up, yeah, you know, in NAIA, and then all of a sudden there's only four of us. Uh, Bill Inquist that went to the Chiefs that started, uh, and he was a sophomore and I was a freshman, so I'm like, I'm not staying behind a guy that's they don't play with guys one year. There was me, there was Jamie Smith, and then Stewart. I want to say his, I don't want to say it was Little, but I'm almost positive it was Stewart <laughs> Little. I'm almost positive he's from Louisiana. Nice guy. We never got along. I'm not. I'm not lying to you. We never got along. Right. We were both freshmen. But um, so I, I'm doing the trial with the rush. Every time they like start cutting people away, I'm just waiting. They like said, if your number's called, you can leave. And then one guy got mad. I'm like, I'm like, you know, if they call me, I'm gone. Like I yeah. really don't care. I'm done. 
you know, my dad's like, he's like a giggy Gaga because he's like, uh-huh. he's got a shirt already. They gave they gave him one of the tryout shirts because the guy didn't show up. So, oh my gosh. Um, so he's there, and then he leaves because I think he had work or something. And then I made it all the way to the end, and then I had to call him and say, you know what? They told me I can come back next year because I didn't do it, but I did a good job. They only signed one guy out of everyone. Right. They made like bank because everybody had to pay fifty bucks. So then I had to call, like after the second cuts, I had to call Rockford University, Vic Clark and Bill Deesing and say, hey, you know, I'm going to be late. Uh, I, I'm going to be late because of this. So then all of a sudden I get there. I'm in my ripped jogging pants. I'm in that shirt. We're in that Chicago Arena shirt. And it's just got like the U with the with the U with the arena and it's the Chicago Rush on the back 116. Walk in, walk down to the basement, got my suit and tie in my back. Vic Clark sits up like he was so he's so awesome. He's like sitting up and he's like, Okay, so um Bill told me over here that you played quarterback and you just got done with your trial. How did that go? And this and that. And you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, You interested? And I'm like, Yeah, it'd be great. He's like, Okay, let's go, let's go do this. So we go watch film. And they just put up their old film from last season, their first year ever. Uh-huh. And he's asking me questions like, What coverage are you? I'm like, they're in cover three. He's like, How do you know? Because I said this, you're looking at this guy and this guy, and then before you even snap, you already know this guy's bailing just by – I call it DEA, depth to eyes and alignment for the corner. I go, you just see it, or you see the feet. Like, uh, that guy's blitzing right there. He's like – because they'll say, like, which guy's blitzing or this and that. And I'm like, is this a trick question? And he's like, no, who's blitzing her? So I'm telling him all this stuff, and then I go up on the board, and Bill Deason, Coach Deason, again, thank you so much for getting my first college coaching job. He's like – he's running the same offense we ran at Loras. Mm-hmm. So, like – I already know it. And I, I ran it at Loris for so many, for four years. So, and I, I would help him out if he had a question ever, like who to read or things like that. So I go up there and I draw some stuff up and then Vic goes, so, so you want, then we go back to like, I think we went back to the room before he offered me a job, but then he just off, like, I kept asking, do you want me to change? Do you want me to change? And he's like, Nope, don't need you to change. We'll just talk, you know? And I literally got the job in ripped jean, ripped jogging <laughs> pants and, and my indoor football shirt. That's awesome. And then they took me out. They, they took me to the weight room. They took me to the, um, the cafeteria and ate, and I literally – this is when I had a cell phone, right? Because I just got a cell phone because my dad's like, you know, you're driving stuff. I'm like, Dad, I got the job already. He's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I'm like, Dad, I'm not even wearing a suit and tie. And he's like, well, you don't like wearing a suit and tie. I'm like, I know, but I'm just telling you because I, I never wore a suit and tie. I literally wore shorts because I'm a PE teacher. Right. And people like, why do you wear shorts all the time? Because I'm a, I'm a PE teacher. I move around. I don't, exactly I don't right. sit on my butt. You know, with this absent – we have an absent pause in our school district right now. I hate it because, like, I don't. I love zooming with the kids. Like, some people won't, but I'll zoom with the kids and I'll move around. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I, I won't move around majorly, but I'll, I, I want to move around. I don't want to be that gym teacher just like this. Yep, roll the ball out or something. I want to move around, play with the kids. You know, I know I'm in an elementary, but even wherever or I, where I teach, I want to move around and do it. Even when we're doing football drills, I tell the kids at the high school, I'm like. I don't want to throw the ball. I just want, I'm just showing them what to do. Uh-huh. And then when they, they're like, Oh, well, you know, they call you out and you know how it is. We're old school. I don't know if you're old. Yeah. school, PJ. When you call me out and you say, I can't do it. Yeah. Then I'm just like, give me a football. And then I just throw it and knock it over to the garbage can. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, <laughs> or like, they, like, they're like, they're like, wait a second. You want me to throw the ball 25? You want me to drop back three steps, boom, turn the shoulder, cock, throw upside down, handshake and throw it right in there. Coach, that's impossible. And then I do it, and either I loved it because the first time I did that to a boiling quarterback, I actually hit it right. Like I didn't <laughs> hit it inside it. I, I like I like hit close to it, right? So I was like, yeah, you know, that was me. But even though 
I was like, pray to God, please, Jesus. But then the last year, just recently when we were back and we were just on that, like, um, I should say, call the like contact days during October and mm-hmm. everything. One of the quarterbacks, the two quarterbacks goes, you know, what? I want to see you do this because, you know, I, I don't believe it. So I did it. And the first try I did it. And then I played <laughs> off like, <laughs> I still got it. But I was like, you know what? I don't care. You know, it, it's one of those things, though. But That's why it, coaching it, kids it is so cool because they're, yeah, they're it's great. astonished by anything you can do. Um, And I, I love, I love when I, I'm sorry. I love when I see a kid do something that like they tried and tried and practice or nail it or hit something Mm -hmm. and they do it in a game. They just like a play action pass where, you know how you fake it. And all of a sudden the guy's wide open. Like we talked about it earlier at one game, free court, we did a, we did a jet sweep and the guy was wide open. I mean, the kid couldn't believe it. So that, that's awesome though. So let me, uh, let's take a commercial break real quick. And then we'll get into okay. uh, your arena and your company. <coughs> sure. Wrong commercial. Shout out to our friends at Chop Block on the Square in downtown Gainesville. Go visit them any night of the week. They are serving up the greatest beers in town, some of the greatest deals, and the greatest food that you'll ever put in your mouth. Trivia night is every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Join them in the Skybox upstairs for Trivia Night. Also on Thursday night, you got karaoke with DJ Blaine from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the Sky Block in the Skybox. Come out and play with them there. Then on Sunday nights, you have poker starting at 7 p.m. in the Skybox. Uh, $200 free roll Sunday extravaganza must be 21 to attend Monday industry night karaoke with DJ Blaine from 9 30 PM to 1 30 AM. Go join them there at chop block and skybox. And then they're having poker night Tuesday as well. Another $200 free roll 7 PM until whenever you shut the place down, baby, go visit our friends over at sky at uh, chop block, visit them at chopblockgainesville.com. The Law Office of Leonard C. Parks Jr. is proud to be a sponsor of the Shave Heads Not Points podcast. Attorney Lee Parks is a Gainesville native and a graduate of UGA Law School. He's practiced criminal law in Hall County in Northeast Georgia for the past 36 years, both as a prosecutor with the DA's office and as the Gainesville Municipal Court Solicitor, and for the past 22 years as a defense attorney, and handles everything from speeding tickets to death penalty murder cases. He's been named a Lawyer of Distinction and National Trial Lawyers Top 100 Criminal Defense Lawyers. His office is at 604 Green Street next to the Quinlan. If you need help with a criminal law matter, call Lee Parks at 770-503-9819 for an appointment. Happy Holidays! My daughter bought three seasons of Amazon, three seasons of uh, Paw Patrol. Oh Lord of mercy! Yeah, I got, we we this, this is the fifth time it's happened. <laughs> Why does she need to do that? So, Why can't she just go to YouTube well, we and bought, hit Paw Patrol? We, we bought Nugle. We bought Nugle. It's uh-huh. like N O G G I N, and so it has all the seasons uh-huh. on there. Well, she's buying them so she can see them on her tablet. Oh and Lord! It's like oh my God, a four year old that knows how to like purchase stuff, all these things. Yeah, my son, my son knows once that uh that buy button comes up. Mm-mm. Nope. You hit cancel. Yeah, we, we learned that the hard my my oldest daughter, we learned that the hard way. She bought something that was like, Oh my goodness. Oh Lord. 
Yeah, Trip Trip has bought stuff before, and we've had to call <laughs> call Apple and get it reimbursed on iTunes. My wife's like, once you get off the thing, you got to call Amazon ASAP. She's like, because you should buy four seasons. <laughs> oh my god! So, well, so yeah. tell us. Uh, so, how did you go from college coaching to arena? So okay, so what happened was, and like I said this earlier, like football is like a drug. Like I love football so much, mm-hmm. just like you guys are listening. It, it's like a thing where if you're like, it, here's a great example. We didn't have it in the fall. I missed it so much. I can only imagine. Like it, it was burning. Oh uh, yeah. It was burning inside of me. And you know, everyone's like, Oh, this would have been our year. This would have been our year. But like we went to the quarters two years ago, this year, last year we went to the semis. We were looking for big things. You know what I mean? And the, and the kids are buying it. When you have kids that buy into a program, you know, and our head coach does a great job. I was just like, I was wishing that, you know, we could have played in the fall, you know, we can, hopefully we'll be able to play in February, uh-huh. you know, but it was just, you know, you did that. And then, you know, going from, you know, we, we played and then I, I played college. I was a coach of college football at Rockford university. Two years was up. I decided to just go into teaching because I met my wife on the college campus uh-huh. and I used that for all my recruits because my wife is gorgeous. And, <laughs> you know, it brought in a lot of recruits too, just so you know, 14 the first year and like 12 the second year. Perfect. <laughs> uh, but, Perfect. Uh, what I, what I, yeah, right. Um, so I decided to go in just like regular, like coaching high school. And, you know, I was young and dumb at the first time I went and I went to a school and it was not a good fit. And then I just bounced around to like, that's when I left that school, I went to another school and then I decided to just wait. And then my dad got diagnosed with cancer. So I decided to play football again and I played semi-pro. And, you know, I, and again, I just went there just to be on the roster, but then I started becoming a starting quarterback and I started like doing things like, you know, three touchdowns or two touchdowns or whatever. Right. And we were pretty good at the pirates. And then, you know, I'm sorry, the gladiators, cause in the gladiators, I played like two seasons or gladiators and then pirates. And then all of a sudden this indoor team in Rockford came and, you know, I was thinking indoor football, this is pretty cool. You know what I mean? I tried it with the rush. Right. It's a step down. It wasn't AFL one. It was, it was called the IFL, the Ironman football league. I believe it was at, or IFAF. I forgot what it was, but it, so we, I tried out. I actually, we, we, they had everything. They had the bench press and everything. So I bench pressed 225, mm-hmm. 10 times as a quarterback. That's pretty good. Right. We had a, there was an all-American linebacker and coach Richards was the head coach at the time. And he's yelling and he's like, God bless it. Stone over here is a freaking middle school teacher, football coach <laughs> at a middle school. And you guys can't even do, you're an all-American. You just got done. You can't even do this. I forgot who it was he was yelling at. So then he's like, Stone, get up here again. Well, I did it again the second time. Here's the bad thing. One, two, three, boom, the bar went on me. I snapped, like, I don't know if you could tell, but I don't have a armpit anymore oh my God. because the muscle went into my thing, all the rolled all the way up to here. Oh my so Lord. I literally knew I was done. Like, thank goodness I'm a lefty, right? So it's the opposite arm. I took, I probably took more like, like whatever it is. Ibuprofen I've ever taken before. Yeah. I called my, my <laughs> chiropractor and I said, you know, and brand hospice, thank you so much for doing it. I said, listen, what do I do? You know, I'm in excruciating pain, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. He's like, like, does it hurt when you like do this or your throwing motion? I said, I got to like drop my arm. So I was dropping my arm and we still, we were still in the second part of the tryout. Mm-hmm. So I saw the throw and then they go, do you want to continue? And I'm like, yes. 
And I'm not lying to you. It was like a rocky moment. I went out there. I was like two for three or whatever. I handed the ball off. We drove down the field. We did. I did great. I thought, right. They call the people out and they're calling like this person, this person. And like, there's like 10 local guys. And then there's like probably 50 people or maybe more. And the news is all there. Two local guys were really good. I'm not lying to you. They were way better than I was, but they weren't playing quarterback. They were playing something else. And then we had Ryan Albacher and Ben Stanky and Anthony Stone left as quarterback because they got rid of all the other ones, right? So we're three in there. And Ryan was a former indoor player. Ben Stanky played for the Cleveland Browns, and he was a stud quarterback, no offense. And he was a starter for a long time that whole year. And I'm not lying to you. Like, they called my name, and it was the greatest feeling ever because with the Chicago Rush, I did it twice. First time, I made it all the way to the end. The second time, like, I cut in the first round because I was a college coach, and I was right. And but when I got back, I got back into shape and I did those Rock River Raptors. And it was when they called my name and Rick Richards goes, listen, we don't take three quarterbacks. You busted your butt. You're doing great. I love what you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. This, you know, and it was such it was I don't know if it was a charity case because I got injured or whatever. But then they 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 signed me to a contract. But before I signed the contract, I had to go to their team doctor. And I said to their team doctor, I said, listen, my dad's diagnosed with cancer. I promise I'll only play one year. I go, this is shot. And then he's like, well, if you get surgery, you'll be like this for like a like certain number of months. You only get 20%, but you won't be able to play this season. I'm like, listen, I don't care. I go, I'm doing it. Boom, boom, boom. And it was all bruised up for the most of the time. Of course, and yeah. I'm not lying to you. I loved it. And a little side story about my indoor thing. We got paid 50 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. I remember not getting a paycheck because I didn't show up for team breakfast, my first child got born. So oh I decided to sleep in and I slept in the hospital because at 1236, Jade Stone came out and I had a game and everything. I was all in my suit and tie and everything. And I, I told Ryan Rollerbacher, I was tell coach I'm not going to make it. Coach, uh, all the coaches congratulated me when I got to the game. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, we're going we're gonna to keep your check too. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, it was only 50 bucks, so I didn't care. Yeah, who cares? But it was awesome. And like, it was the greatest experience. Like coaches there were great. And coach Jones was our offensive line coach. He eventually took over when coach Richard uh, left. And then they brought me on as staff at offense because I was, I, there was one game when coach Richard was there, I would be on the headset telling them like what I'm reading because like, I love indoor football because once you put those guys in motion, and everything, mm-hmm. these guys have to either backpedal or whatever. Cause if they don't, you could just go boom and run that X choice we always call yeah. it, or the screen to that moving receiver, or that moving receiver screen would just he would crush him and he would back up and just go go straight and um, it was a great time and I I want to say we were in not Virginia we were like in not Georgia but we were down like we were somewhere in that area and we played and they put the headset on me because the other quarterback didn't show up and then the one quarterback said like you know do you mind being on the headset and then the coaches let it and it was awesome and I don't know just blossom from there and i used to coach for three years or two years i coached football all year round it was the greatest feeling in the world <laughs> so you so you would coach arena league basically yeah after after i stopped playing the one year uh-huh. i i like they started halfway through the season they fired the coaching staff or the coaching staff left and then davy jones took over and he goes hey i want you to come help with this and come out and then i became the oc and then eventually the dc after the fact, like down the road, because that was the following season. So what happened was I coached middle school football because I was a head coach because I brought the football. I created the football program there, the recent Owls. And then I would like I would then 
coach arena and then I'd come back around and then coach middle school again and then come back around and then coach indoor and then that's what happened. That's awesome. I wish I wish yeah, that, uh, most of us were lucky enough to uh to do something like that. Coach football year round. And traveling was great. Traveling yeah. was great. You go to hotels and everything. You know, as a player it was well, as a player you you roomed with two or three people, right? Mm-hmm. But then as a coach, like I would I would do the lights out with the coach because I remember when we were players, I would go to bed and weight games, right? The three other guys would just go out like party and you know, yeah. I they're like, Stone, come on with us. And I'm like, No guys, I, I'm good. I'm just like, I don't need to go. And they're like, Oh, you're chicken or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> No, not really. We've got to get in tomorrow. But I, I was just maybe different. Exactly. You know right. I mean, I, I always I, I, I was getting paid league minimum, but I was also having so much fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, before we um, get into your Australia stuff, let's take one more quick sure. commercial break, and then we'll get into uh, Australia and uh, <coughs> and Coach Tone football. Shout out to our friends at Chop Block on the Square in downtown Gainesville. Go visit them any night of the week. They are serving up the greatest beers in town, some of the greatest deals, and the greatest food that you'll ever put in your mouth. Trivia night is every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Join them in the Skybox upstairs for trivia night. Also on Thursday nights, you got karaoke with DJ Blaine from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the the Skybox. Come out and play with them there. Then on Sunday nights, you have poker starting at 7 p.m. in the Skybox. Uh, $200 free roll Sunday extravaganza must be 21 to attend Monday industry night karaoke with DJ Blaine from 9 30 PM to 1 30 AM. Go join them there at chop block and skybox. And then they're having poker night Tuesday as well. Another $200 free roll 7 PM until whenever you shut the place down, baby, go visit our friends over at sky at uh, chop block. Visit them at chopblockgainesville.com. The Law Office of Leonard C. Parks Jr. is proud to be a sponsor of the Shave Heads Not Points podcast. Attorney Lee Parks is a Gainesville native and a graduate of UGA Law School. He's practiced criminal law in Hall County in Northeast Georgia for the past 36 years, both as a prosecutor with the DA's office and as the Gainesville Municipal Court Solicitor, and for the past 22 years as a defense attorney, and handles everything from speeding tickets to death penalty murder cases. He's been named a Lawyer of Distinction and National Trial Lawyers Top 100 Criminal Defense Lawyers. His office is at 604 Green Street next to the Quinlan. If you need help with a criminal law matter, call Lee Parks at 770-503-9819 for an appointment. Happy Holidays! All right, so how exactly did you start to do um, your own company, how and why, and then okay. what led to Australia? <laughs> All right. So in, in 2017, in 2016 winter, I got let go from a company uh-huh. and I was in charge of a whole regional master trainer thing. I was in charge of a bunch of stuff. What happened in January in 20, in 2017 is a lot of youth programs asked for me to come back. And I said, you know, my, my job is terminated. Like I just got a phone call out of the blue, like, Hey, uh, you're done. And I'm like, did I do anything wrong? No, you're great. We just, we're going a different direction. I'm like, Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, 
So then what, what happened was, and, and here's what I'm going to tell you, PJ, who, who, who did it? My company. Uh-huh. It was, it was a sign from my wife. She says, why don't you create your own company? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she's like, call it, call it coach stone football back to the basics, you know, because you're trying to do things like that. And then like, I, like I have a podcast called coach stone and guess who my wife called my name of the podcast coach stone podcast. You know? Yeah. So I combined my love for teaching <clears throat> and passion for football to create coach stone football. And that was in the spring of 2017. And I had like two camps, you know, and the purpose of the books is to, or, or, because I do books and football camps, mm-hmm. you know, to teach skills, techniques, to improve players' confidence through basic drills while having fun. You know, um, <clears throat> this year in March, I actually created a football coaching accreditation program for Gridiron Australia in Australia. And the Gridiron Australia runs like all the states that run football for flag, tackle bar, and gridiron football. They call it tackle football. So, they asked me to create a program. So all their coaches have to take that test because they wanted something unique and something great. And my pretty much, it made my books come to life. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't have had a company after I got let go, you know, because here's the other thing too. When I was working for a company, I did not start back coaching. I stopped coaching when I got hired with them because I'm not going to go somewhere and speak to like PJ coach like you. And say, okay, do this because it's the right way to do it. And then they would be like, coach, do you run it? I'm like, no, I do something totally different. <laughs> you know, and then so yeah. I went to Rockford Boylan. My wife said, because my head coach recruited me through my wife, because he's like, why isn't your husband coaching? And my wife's like, because he's like, he was away because of USA football and, you know, and things like that. And the only reason I went there is because they became that certification, you know, so they weren't that until I got there. Right. And then, you know, so, and you know, they, they were really good to me and everything. It was just how it all happened. And it was, it just fell into the lap and it was awesome. And then, you know, the one thing I noticed is youth coaches, they would get thrown into the mix. You probably had this with your kids. Yeah. You know, we don't have a soccer coach. So, you know what, you're going to become now the MSL soccer coach of the year for youth, youth yeah. soccer. Right. So with, with my books, what I did was it's got all the tips, drills, tricks, schemes, and like it's from all ages for youth all the way up to high school to college to mm-hmm. even the pros could use it, you know. And like, and I, I hope this is okay. I, I actually have the books here. You want to yeah. see this? You want to see how funny this is? So, the first book was the green book, and a lot of people don't know about the green book, even though it sold a lot of copies in, yeah. in 2017. So, it's 585 pages, it's over 100 drills, right. And it's got the four aspects, right? Offense, defense. I'm sorry, five aspects. Offense, defense, special teams, tackling, and turnovers. Because if you do that stuff, you're good. Yep. Then, because I was I was on creative space at the time, they got bought out. So I couldn't make the books bigger. So I eventually, these are all the volumes for tackle. So there's Gosh. that many books. So And each one is a different volume that has different stuff from the green book. And so if you're a tackle football gotcha. coach and you're looking for drills, tips, or tricks, like the learning triangle, the Coach Stone learning triangle, mm-hmm. right? It's like probably the one of the popular things. Like Glazier even had me talk about it. You have positions on top. Teach every one position, even at whatever level you're at. You teach them gaps and holes. You teach them defensive and linebacker techniques. Defensive line techniques and offensive linebacker. And, and linebacker. If you teach those things right there, you will be able to defend the run better 
defend the pass better or run the ball better or defend the pass better. Because if you get angles on people, mm-hmm. and we were talking about this earlier, if you get in certain offensive formations and the, the defense has five over here and six over on this side, let's just, I'll just keep the one finger up, but you have more players on this side, which way should you probably run? That way. Right. And that's what the book talks about, like making sure you have your invisible line in the middle with the center and nose. That many players on that side, that many players on that side, just expose the stuff. Right. You know, if they balance defense, then it's, it's, it's like, then it's a chess match, you know? And then I have the other books, like I have the big, the world, the, the cool thing is I have the biggest flag football book, you know, and this book <laughs> and my volume three book, my special teams book yeah. that I showed you, I didn't show you the cover, but they won awards. They're like the top selling books. Cause they, they sold over thousands of copies, like right away when they sold out, uh-huh. you know, and I have a, a, I have a mom's edition, of book, a quotes book because of all the COVID thing. Uh-huh. Coach Ricky Upton and I did a junior edition book where like, you know, ages three to six. If you have little kids about throwing it, like the basic little things, like yeah. it has a checklist you can do as a parent and things like that. I have a football clinic notebook, you know, I have a football clinic notebook where if you go like the glaciers or something, yeah. No, it's got one of those things where you just fill it out. Oh, because here's dude, the thing. that's what I've always when, been looking for is something like that right there. PJ, I'm going to send it to you. How about that? <sighs> that's awesome. You get it. It's yours. You just got blank formations you know, on I'm the side and lines on the one. other side. But here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to autograph it because it'll go down in place. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but it, it's got, here's the thing about this. So how I made this clean notebook, it's two reasons. Ready for this? Uh-huh. When you go to Glacier or another place or Nike or whatever, or when you're doing these online clinics now, yeah, you have these notepads and like our, your son right there, they, they, they color the stuff, right? They love the color. They, they want to, Hey dad, let me draw a play for you. Yeah. But then they do different crayons that you can't see. So I made this book that has offense defense and then all about like the culture or whatever, or, or weightlifting. Yeah. It's got like just a notebook. So it has three different things it's Okay, and it's, it's enough pages okay. to fill up. Like you would have to go to every single glazier clinic for a whole week, like for a whole four days, just to fill this one book up. So just imagine how long it would last for, you know, I need one of those. And then I had a mom editions book and then I have a tackle bar book with tackle bar. And then recently a coach asked, uh, from overseas, he's like, I need a DYI book. So I made a flag book, DYI flag playbook, a DYI tackle playbook, a DYI drill booklet, and a drill a notebook. So it's a big one. The, the, the DYIs look like this. They're like, this is the flag one. It's really big because that's what they, the, the coach asked for. The playbook, really big. Oh, I got two flag books. So that's the flag book. And then it, there's the notebook they asked for. And then what I like, I don't know if you like to do this, but I like little books. These yeah. are the same books, but I like taking this to practice mm-hmm. and then putting all my notes in there. Yeah. Because I love to write down notes because we don't have film all the time and I'll use my cell phone to film everything. I will film everything. And then I'll use some like apps that will like, just like do a thing where it'll like help them coach them up where I can just draw stuff and be like, Hey, turn your wrist more and things like that. Because every second on the field counts. Of course. And that's why I created my books and, and my books pretty much what you just saw came to life mm-hmm. and created a coaching accreditation program that next year in 2021 will be available for youth coaches, not as big as Australia though, because Australia is huge. So 
but yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to show you all the books, but at least you got something out of it, right? No, of course I did. Book. Of course I did. Cause that's, that's <clears throat> kind of what I've always been wanting. Like, man, I wish somebody would, <clears throat> instead of these little, you know, six, seven page notepads that they give us, you know, something a lot more, uh, concrete. So yeah, you'll like that book too, because instead, like, you know how you have the index with the chapter, mm-hmm. what I did was I just put like topic one offense, boom. And I left it blank. So you write it in. So then when you go to the page, then it's got like a little template. And that's my thing. Like the one thing with my books is if you post a picture online of the book that you bought it or something, some of my books, like the tackle ones and tackle bar and flags and like all the main books, now, like the DYIs, they have bonus content. Yeah. So like my mom's edition book that sold really well, it was a real, it's like a pocket book. Mm-hmm. It's, it's these two books, these two books sell pretty well. This one doesn't have any bonus content because it's got all quotes, like it's motivational quotes, mm-hmm. like something you want to read or give to your players. This mom's book, the moms love it because it's so small. It fits into a purse and that's what my wife wanted. Yeah. And then it's got so much bonus content. It talks about the triangles, the arch, the insertion schedule, what to look for at practice. Should the kids like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong coach, but if you're laying on the ground, one guy has a ball and you get up and you hit each other. How is that realistic? It's not at all. Can't yeah, stand so that why drill. would we teach a kid that? Yeah, it, it, it's like, why would you even teach that drill? I mean, I know they're bringing back some of these drills like this or this. Yeah. Or like, remember how like you do the, remember when we were, you were, I guarantee okay. you remember this. Bowl in the ring. Fours right before the game. And we're, no, well, that one too. Yeah. Before the game, you know how we have our shoulder pads and we're like hitting each other like mm-hmm. this. Now they got some places, some companies where they're like doing shoulder pushes. And I'm like, a shoulder goes up, back and forward. It doesn't go down. Your shoulders should never go down. That's how you injure yourself. Yeah. And, you know, drills drills aren't made for toughness. I mean, I don't know if you – I apologize if you don't agree with no, that. No, no, you're but good. But if you're trying to make a kid tougher by a drill, you're you're in the wrong wrong avenue. You he's know not, I mean? If you have to make him hard, tougher by a drill, then he's not playing hard enough in practice. <laughs> Correct. Well, Coach, I appreciate it. We're coming up on about 45 minutes here. Uh, Perfect. I appreciate you you coming on and, and uh, talking to us about your story and – <clears throat> kind of getting your word out. And if you need anything from Coach Stone, all of the links are going to be in the bio and the show notes below. Go check out his website. Go check out his podcast. And uh, if you need something from him and that you can't find on his website or or uh, you have an idea, then you know please let us know and, and find him on, on Twitter and, and follow him as well. PJ, hey, thank you for letting me be on the podcast today. And as a thank you, like I'm going to send you a book. Okay. You can do it however you want. I'm going to do this right now because I do this whenever. I don't know if other coaches do this, but whenever I'm on a podcast, one, it's an honor. Thank you so much. Two, I appreciate it. And three, I love giving out free stuff like I told you <laughs> yeah. before we talked. So any book you want. I know don't don't ask for the strength book. The strength book's coming out before Christmas. Okay. It's already ready to go. Just waiting for the cover. But they any other the books they saw, you get one book. You get to like, at like whatever you want to do. They have to like, like it or hashtag uh-huh. or retweet your thing. And then you can pick a winner a week later. They get to pick any book they want and you'll, you can do the spin the wheel or whatever, how you want to do it. You give away one book, but I'll send you a book and then I'll send that person a book too. If that's okay with you. Absolutely. For having me on. Thank you. Absolutely, man. It's all about going back to the basics, man. Yeah. Thanks so much, man. All right. Thank you, coach. How was that? Okay. 